Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, it's the podcast guy. Sutton United Talk Time on podcast. It's the Sutton Podcast. And there it is. Sutton United at the GM Foxhall Conference have put down first division Coventry City. Winners of the FA Cup themselves less than two years ago. And what a moment to enjoy for the fans of this Surrey side. They've had their moments before, but never one like this. But the whistle goes down. You like for Sutton United. Sutton United, the National League, are through to the last 16 of the FA Cup. No longer English football's perennial non-league club. A 123-year crescendo reaches a new peak for Sutton United, who are promoted to the Football League for the first time. Hello and welcome to another episode of Sutton United Talk Time on podcast. It's Sutton Podcast in association with Lucky Star Gin and I'm your host Mike and with me today on the panel we have Mark and not Rory, late subs <laughs> Andy jumped in. Um, Rory uh, had to drop out um, and um, I hope everything is okay with the parents-in-law Rory and happy birthday as well. Um, in this episode we are going to cover the Grimsby away match and we're going to look forward to crew coming under the lights at home. Um, <laughs> engagement is always important. Um, please join the discussion, uh, like, share, tweet, re-X, and all the rest of the other stuff on all the major social networks. It's a Sutton podcast. All the likes, shares, and comments really help us grow and reach more Sutton fans. Big shout out to everyone who does it on a regular basis. Um, I can, uh, your support really pushes the, the show. Um, Especially if I'm on Twitter, not Twitter, the, the other thing, TikTok. I don't understand it, why it keeps going mad on TikTok, but it's, it's quite funny. Um, right, we're going to dive in. We're going to uh, have a chat, first of all, with Mark. Um, it was the beginning of September for you, Mark. How have you been since? Um, yeah, I've been pretty good, thanks. I've been getting to uh, nearly all the games. I think I've missed two this season. 
and I was mm -hmm. one of the few that got down to the, the Surrey Senior Cup match um, against yeah. Samson Manuel at Cobham, new ground for me. That was an incentive. That was a, a nice little bit of a throwback because uh, yes. a lot of the fans of that one were those I remember from the early days of Butter and Sutton back in the last century. <laughs> so that was that was quite fun actually and of course we won as well yeah i'm not sure i like that phrasing of the last century i'm gonna be honest with you <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll let it go and uh super sub andy hello how are you hello i'm all right how are you doing good 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 so i wrote down it was mid-september since rory was on um i think actually for you it was mid-august how have you been mid -August, I think, yeah yeah mid yeah, all good, all good. Yeah, excellent. So before we start, there's some bits of news. I mean, it's big news, but pretty old news now. Um, I decided not to do a, a podcast for Charlton Month because it's Firstborn's birthday and not that many people were interested. And then all of a sudden on the day after they come up with, oh, by the way, Barnsley being kicked out the FA Cup and uh, we've got Horsham instead. <laughs> um, tickets selling super fast. In fact, I think Horsham have sold out today. And someone was saying on our website, our kind of home stand was going uh, orange, which means they're selling very fast, um, which kind of puts pay to some of the comments I saw that we should have dropped the ticket prices to £10 because that's mm. literally money out the door <laughs> if we did that. Mm. Um, on to coach travel news. I haven't actually got any written down, but I can reveal, although Alison revealed, um, I've paid for a tippy-tappy machine. So when you're paying for your... Um, coach travels it's Sutton podcast tippy tappy machine because i was like the more tippy tappy machines you've got the more money you can get people out selling the 50 50 tickets and they said they need one here and i was like how much is it let's just get that sorted um i revealed to the guys just before we started that the elf on the shelf is all ready to go you'll be enjoying them at 7 15 every morning um joins probably strong but they'll be out at 7 15 every morning <laughs> so do please play along um apologies to all the players involved obviously um i don't mean it um and just earlier this week i relaunched the merch store with some good merch on there so lots of different designs um and thanks to alex who i think has already bought one and has um pointed out a mistake on one of them because the design was something united time talk which i was too excited and didn't <laughs> notice <laughs> that was genius and also just in and i make light of this but i do want to say thank you to everyone um just in the charts this week the podcast apple podcast soccer charts because obviously they're an american company um we are number 237 in the uk which sounds quite low but when you consider that teams like man united man city and so on have like 20 or 30 or 40 different podcasts i think that's yeah, that's actually yeah. quite good so thank yeah. you to everyone for listening i know i'm your only choice but thank you anyway um <laughs> We will crack on to the match. Um, I missed doing the tight, the sort of lineup on Fan Hub, but I would have had absolutely not a chance of getting anywhere near <laughs> that lineup. Um, Mark, how how were you feeling at the lineup at the sort of stage? Well, a bit puzzled when I saw it because I was trying to work out what what formation we might be playing. And of course, it turned out to be four four two, but uh, with um, Ryan Jackson playing as a winger. And, and Lewis John playing as a fullback. Mm -hmm. So once you slotted those two in, the, the rest were pretty pretty obvious. Um, but it wasn't until they sort of kicked off and had been playing for a minute or so you realised it was Matt's favoured 4-4-2 formation. 
yeah and Andy um so yeah as Mark said we got a centre back at left back and a right back at right wing and a right wing at left wing um but um yeah. I did wonder as as people as, as I saw it same as Mark I was like have we gone three at the back with Kizzy and Jackson sort of um going wide um but <laughs> you're shaking your head you didn't wonder of the formation no, at no, all. It was, it was, I think it was quite <laughs> obvious because um because Louis had slotted into place at left back on Tuesday night so the fact that he was named with the other yeah with the other defenders with Kizzy at right back and um Omar and Ben in, in the center you kind of guessed it was going to be a back four at that point the, the interesting one was the whole Jackson at Jackson Coley um who Jackson started on the left wing but switched to the right wing after about 10 minutes okay which was well, yeah 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 um no, it's very interesting because I assumed he can't use his left foot because every time Joe's had we, we needed a left back Joe's gone left back and Jackson's gone right back mm -hmm. so I said but yeah it's another position for uh for, for Lewis um he was right back many years ago he's centre back and now he's gone left back so is he going to be the modern downer we will see <laughs> is he going in goal I don't know goal. yeah <laughs> um so on to kick off obviously the danger man was the one that we all thought was going to come back to haunt us and he had some good chances um donovan how 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 was how was he sort of did he perform for you i mean he had some good chances but he didn't actually take any of them um so what did you think of of him mark first of all uh to be honest i didn't actually notice him very much you know i was actually concentrating on what what our players were doing I and mean, i did recognized him out there but uh yeah you say i had the old chance here and there but actually i thought we defended pretty well uh, up there and you know apart from the goal they didn't really have many chances i thought you know we put our back line effectively you know neutralized their attack for, for most of the game um andy did you did you worry about donovan or were you not bothered at all no well, okay. donovan played exactly the same way he played for us for the last two years <laughs> um okay. you know he had, some, he had some all right chances didn't have a huge amount of luck um yeah it was just he, he wasn't really a threat um in the same way that he wasn't hugely a threat for most of us <laughs> for two years yeah i mean he had he had one chance just before dino went off injured um not sure if that had anything to do with that i don't know what the chance was like but what what, what was your sort of view on what happened to dino From what I saw, is he he went down for a quite a brave save and something happened. He didn't quite get up right, um, so he was just yeah. He, obviously, when he he went to the floor, I don't think there was any contact with anyone that that caused an injury. I just I just think he went down awkwardly. Mark, same. Yeah, I didn't really notice anything in particular. Um, I mean, he, there was something a bit similar happened. Um, but Crawley went off, didn't mm. he, uh, during the game and was replaced by Jack Rose and and he was fit for the next game, Dino. So whether this is something similar, we'll only have to wait and see, see if he's fit for, for Tuesday. Yeah. The, the Crawley one, I think, was his hip. Um, yeah. This yeah. seemed to be something different. I mean, who knows? I mean, I feel a bit sorry for Steve Arnold because obviously at the time the keeper's getting changed, oh, God, don't change your keeper, but Steve's done well he did all right when he came on he, um, I mean I, yeah. I do understand that the first kind of major thing he had to do was pick the ball out of the net but mm. I'm not entirely sure you can blame him for that goal um again it was one of those ones where the luck 
plays a part in it. It got caught under his feet, and you think, oh, we got away with this one, and then yeah. he got up, and no one put the challenge in, and he he, um, he slotted it home. So, yeah. um, were you were you thinking that's unlucky for the keeper, or he should have done more, or was it nothing to do with the keeper whatsoever? I don't think that Steve Arnold could have done much more. I mean, if you look at the the footage, I mean, two of our defenders, yeah, did did try and block the shot, did try and intercept it, but didn't quite manage to get get contact it whizzed whiz past them into the net um as you say steve had just come on he'd been on for a, a few minutes when the goal was scored maybe it could have been a little bit sharper but i i really wouldn't want to criticize him for that andy what are your thoughts on the goal yeah exactly exactly the same i don't think there was anything uh again it was just the way the ball fell to that player that kind of that kind of sums up some of our luck this season really in it, i think mm if you try to repeat that at any other point this season it will never happen so it was just one of those things it's just you know he scuffed it it landed exactly right in front of his foot after he scuffed it easy, easy shot nothing because i think arnold had already committed himself to where he would have hit it if the guy hit it the first time around mm. so yeah, it's just it's just one of those things i keep happening those things um yeah. i mean uh, there were points I was, I was half watching it while i was messing around with my um, elf on the shelf stuff and there were points i was watching them and they were cutting through us and i was like oh god this is one of the worst teams in the division and they're absolutely cutting through us but then the goal seemed to wake us up a little bit and we, we had an, a fairly decent spell after that um i think aiden had a, had a good chance mm. um but we were you confident getting back into it mark or were you i, I wouldn't say i was confident it? um it's it, one of those pretty even games that yeah like the last last couple there wasn't much between the sides i mean thought we looked fairly solid but we weren't particularly great in an attacking sense i thought they were quite similar actually i uh, didn't think they offered a huge amount up front but they, they were reasonably well organized at the back um but so it's a game of relatively few chances yeah. andy were you confident or were you a similar thinking it, it was weird i mean because yeah, the goal did wake us up a bit. We did go a bit more on the attacking, but then we get to the last five minutes of the first half and we're on the back foot. And I think when when Aiden was kind of playing about with the ball before our goal, I was like, we really need half time to come now. Um, and then I can happily say I was wrong. <laughs> As Aiden was playing about with the ball. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I mean, of the chances that we had, that was probably like the most hit and hope um but it was right in front of you guys you had a nice good view of it, 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 it i saw it better when i watched the the, the replay because um, you can't always tell from you behind the goal you know, exactly what's happened in the build-up but um having seen the the, the footage a couple of times i, I think it was, a, it was a well-made goal i mean aiden o'brien is, is i think probably the most skillful forward we've got he does things with the ball that other other players in the squad can't or won't do and he, he picked up that lovely pass out for, for Harry Smith. Um, and, and Harry had still had quite a bit of work to do. I mean, he still had to get the ball past about three defenders and the keeper. He managed to just thread it through uh, from, from the edge of the area and well-taken goal. Um, so Andy, you know, we, I think we was quite pleased with that. Yeah. Andy, what are your thoughts on his goal? My, my thoughts are how well we could have done last season if we had Harry Smith. He's, <laughs> yeah, he's... Yeah, he's been our best signing. I mean, the, the the pass was beautiful from Aiden, but the finish 
from Harry there. It wasn't like just hitting hope. He he placed it. He he thought about that. It was it was that natural kind of striker's instinct that really is that determines what's an all right striker to a really good striker. He placed that absolutely perfectly. And every time I've watched it on the replays, it's just getting better and better. I thought it was a lovely goal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think he's already got more goals this season than any of our other players managed the whole of last season. But he's on seven in the league, and he's got at least at least one in the FA two. He's two in the FA Cup, I think. I think he's double figures now, isn't he? Yeah, he could well be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he got both goals against file didn't he? Um, if I yeah, rightly. Yeah. So I think one more, and there's no dispute that he's overtaken our top EFL season because I think <laughs> Ali Smith. He, I say he got nine, but I think it was recorded as ten. But one of them was a horrid own goal. Um, I'm like, there's no way you can blame that. Um, but yeah, I think one more before the end of the season, which is absolutely almost bound to do. Um, that's a chance. Um, but yeah, if any Shrewsbury fans or moment listening, Aiden's not very good. He's horrible. <laughs> so let, let him stay, and uh, we'll keep him for you. <laughs> so as we get to half time, um, one one. I mean, we were at it from the off, though. Um, the chances, I sort of tried to write them down, but um, I've probably got them horribly out of order. I think Ben had a good chance really early on. Mm. Um, Josh, who I want to talk about in a bit, um, had another good chance. I know Harry was kind of moaning that he didn't pass to him, uh, but when Josh had, like, there was times he was running at plays and he'd beaten a few players and it all opened up for him. There's no way you're not going to shoot at that point. Um, but yeah. were you were you feeling at that point? Hang on, we're going to we're going to get something out of this, or were you like, hang on, look at all those gaps at the back. What's going on? Yeah, I, I, I thought they are actually there for the taking. I think we, we could have we could have won that. I thought we had the better of the second half. Um, they had pressure, but I think we defended our box well. I think we created the clearer chances in the second half. Their keeper made one good save, two or three shots, just just off target. Um, so, um, although I think it was a fairly even, fairly tight game, I think probably on that second half we just about shaded it. So it was perhaps a little disappointing we didn't actually manage to find that that winner. Andy, what were your thoughts? With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I, it was weird for one of the first times, particularly away this season, I didn't think they were going to score again in the second half. It was, um, they just, I think they'd, it's almost like the disappointment that we'd got back to one all, <laughs> kind of knocked some of the stuffing out. I mean, Steve Arnold did do some, 
he did a very very brave it wasn't really <laughs> dangerous as such but he did a very very brave save in the second half and i just saw some of the grimsy players kind of just look at each other like we're not going to get anything out of this or you know yeah. we're not going to we're not going to get another goal um so yeah i i, I felt weirdly comfortable Mm-hmm. Um, until we gave away a corner in the very last second. But uh, that's just uh, normal Sutton paranoia, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think Smith had another chance towards the end as well, um, which I think just hit almost out the keeper. Um, but I think it was about 80 minutes. It was like, we're not settling, but Ben had to come off. And it just shows yeah. how how small our squad is and everything where... Clay comes on for centre-back, so the centre-mid comes on for the centre-back and goes centre-mid, so our mm-hmm. centre-mid goes into the left-mid, and our left-mid goes to right-mid, our right-mid goes to right-back, our mm-hmm. right-back goes to left-back, and our left-back goes to centre-back. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so all of them playing in positions they've played before, obviously, but um, it just yeah. kind of shows yeah. how, how important it is to have this versatility yeah. in the squad. I, I, um, I was doing a quick head count. I reckon we might now have 10 players, if you include Jack Rose, assuming he's injured, we're not sure, but... I think we may now have 10 players out, um, including the ones who, you know, who missed the Grimsby game and the two went off during that game. One or two of them may be back Tuesday. We'll have to wait and see. But if, if none of them are, I think that's 10 out, which is about as many as we had during that bad, bad spell last season. Yeah. I mean, I mean one thing I, I wrote down is it was mostly us. Yes, it's another not loss. So I think that's four in the league now. Um Mm. And um, yeah, three of them were draws, though I think. Um, but yeah, we need to be more ruthless. Um, there's, there's, there's games there for the taking, and we're just not not doing it. Um, but a couple of points to pick up on. Um, Josh Coley last week um, <sighs> had a little bit of a moan about Josh. <laughs> Said he doesn't take players on. He should run at players. He should run into the box, and you never know what's going to happen. And then he pulled out that. So I'm wondering if he does actually listen. Hello, Josh, if you're listening. <laughs> but um, how, how how improved was his performance from the last couple of weeks for you? Um, or do you think it was improved? Or do you think some of the criticisms are a bit unfair? Because he does. He did seem to be going forward, getting to a certain point, turning back and recycling the ball rather than trying to get it into the box. Yeah, it didn't strike me as playing any particularly differently from the previous few games um i thought he was yeah he was was quite effective um but he did have what looked from my end to be a very good chance our end a very good chance towards the end of the second half and he he put it wide having re-seen the chance on the footage it didn't look quite as easy a chance as it did did at the time but even so i think he should at least have tested the keeper with that shot and he just, just 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 blasted wide he had another chance, I think, in the second. I'm not quite as clear cut one where he, he failed to get the, hit the target. Um, but you know, I, I do quite like Josh. I mean, I think he's he's certainly worth his place in the in in starting eleven. Oh yeah, I mean, I definitely like him. I just I wish he would do that running. With we've seen it happen to us so many times. You're running into the box, someone puts a foot out to try and get the ball, and that's it, penalty. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he might get a penalty because he's only little. Harry Smith doesn't get penalties. Um, but Andy, what, what do you think? Was it was the difference? What was I being harsh? I think I think I, I, I'm seeing a different issue. I'm I'm thinking that Josh is getting into really good space down that right hand flank, and what he needs to do is whip the ball into Harry Smith's head. And certainly for the first 15 minutes, he wasn't doing that. He was basically 
he, he got the ball, he had so much space, he just allowed the defenders to come to him that he tried to like go past three players. It just it doesn't quite work. I think is um for him, he needs to get that early ball in more often. I'm not saying he does it every time, you know, obviously it's got to be appropriate, but there were I can think of at least three or four times where he could have got an early ball in and we could have been a lot more dangerous than we were. Saying that, I think as the game went on, he got stronger and stronger and became much more of a handful for him. I again I like Josh. I think he's a really he's a very, very exciting player. Um and yeah, I just think that actually maybe it's just a bit it just seems like he's maybe maybe this is a reflection of the team. It's lacking a bit of confidence. Yeah, I mean, I don't know actually how old he is, but he's always been in that in and out of teams. He's played at this level, obviously with Harrogate. But um, how are you going to get confidence when you're playing in a team that is struggling mm. for confidence all the time? Um, mm. But um, you know, I, I do definitely like him. Just I think it's just a problem with us the way we play and possibly instructions yeah. to knock it in. Yeah. I mean, Harry himself was almost given an example. Was it against Fylde where? He was down the wing and he put in this absolutely beautiful yeah. cross that you were just crying for Harry Smith to be on the end of. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's almost wanted him to turn around and go, that's what I want. <laughs> that's what you do. Um, yeah. Is a point enough? Um, the results did not go our way, um, which they can't always go our way. So yeah. we're now sort of, I think, four points adrift um, from 22nd. Um, it's... Respect the point on the road. Obviously, everyone always says that, but was is a point enough um, for, for, for you guys? You you were there, so Mark, we'll start with you. I know you said you were disappointed, but before the match, would you have said, "Yeah, point, I'll take and go home now"? No, I think we needed to win that game. Um, I think if you look at the fixture list, October and November, we've got a relatively kind run of fixtures. We've just not won enough of them. If you look at the fixture list from mid-December to mid-February, it's scary. We've got 13 games in that period. Eight of them are away. Seven of them are against top third sides. And I really can't see us picking up many points uh, from that run. So I really think we, we need to get a lot of points in the bank before that run starts and running out of games now. We needed a win yesterday. Um, obviously, we've got crew at home. That is a home game under the lights, but crew are what high up the table. Home to Harrogate, you know, you might say that's a winnable looking game. After that, Stockport away, and then Mansfield at home, a run of away games through late December and January, uh, and, and a couple of long distance away trips in February. It's looking looking pretty gloomy from, from where I'm sitting. Andy, same? Uh, no, the complete opposite. <laughs> uh, basically, no team gets relegated in November um we've got 27 league games to go and we just need six or seven points more than two other teams it's and you know it may well be well you know we didn't get points against grimsby we don't know if Grimsby's going to be down there same with Tranmere. although Tranmere was more disappointed the week before we have no idea if Tranmere are going to actually be relegation candidates come come march time uh it could be it could be completely different setup um so i i bearing in mind how much we have changed in the last month um we are letting less goals in we are we're looking i mean we think we're something like 16th in the form table at the moment which isn't great but we're not bottom of the form table and i think there's there's a real it's it's in our hands we have to take we have to take the most of it and with, with the team we've got 
hopefully barring injuries, um, we do have a chance of getting out of this completely. And really, I don't think there hasn't been one side that I've seen this season that we've played um, who I've thought, oh, actually, they're really, really good. I remember a couple of seasons ago when Swindon came to us um, and beat mm. us on a Tuesday night or something like that. And I was sitting there saying, this lot are miles better than anyone we've seen. And I've not seen anyone like that. There's been very little difference in terms of how teams play um, from, from what I could see against teams near the top or near the bottom. Barrow are, are in a playoff position. They weren't that great at home. Um, we, we lost them basically because we were playing with 10 men for an hour or so. Wrexham right up there. We were beaten by two worldies. We weren't, it wasn't, it wasn't a humiliation that people were expecting. So even times where we, we've really, really collapsed, like Swindon, like Accrington, like Doncaster, every single one of those has been us basically gifted uh, a big victory to the opponents, not really the opponents being very, very strong. Um, um, there's a lot of background noise. No? I um, seem to be getting a lot of background noise. Not, not coming from anyway. my end. No, it's strange. Oh, it was Mike. So stop that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, He's not even listening now, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't agree at all that, um, that we're anywhere close to being dead and buried. We're, we're four points off safety. I mean, if we were, if we were haven't in the National South, who were like sixteen <laughs> points of safety, then yeah, then I'd say yeah, maybe a point. But no, there's, there's a hell of a lot of season to go, and I think Matt. <laughs> What is going on there, Mike? Well, it's definitely Mike. He's <laughs> muted himself now, and the background noise yeah. is all gone. <laughs> oh, yes. It's like crashing of pots and pans or something. It's very strange. These doors, um, they're crashing yeah. the doors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said, there might, you know, we, okay, we haven't seen Stockport yet. We haven't seen Mansfield yet. Um, and we haven't seen Crew, and they're all up there. But again, there isn't anyone running away with this league. And the, I think the, it's a fine line between how things go and you know if we if we went up to Stockport for example and came away with a, a nil nil draw it'd be fantastic mm, um and yeah. there's no there's no reason to say we can't um if we can manage to keep a clean sheet which has obviously been a bit more of an issue for us this season <laughs> but no I I think I I think there's a there's a hell of a long way to go yeah I I, I do also have this strange thing I said to someone um on the comments earlier um that it's just very much something to go right we struggled we struggled we struggled oh look it's Stockport away let's go and smash them um let's, <laughs> let's, let's just let's just do something stupid that no one's expecting um there was uh one that we've already covered i think with the uh the fitting players into a 4-4-2 um and yeah then the other comment i had was about the, the cup match um honestly if you want your ticket <laughs> Go in. I mean, yeah. you'd never in a million years dream that Horsham or Sutton versus Horsham would be close to a, a, a sell out, but um, it, it looks like it could be. So get your ticket <laughs> and make some noise because the Horsham fans certainly are going to. Um, we will move on. Um, there's now fireworks going on outside. It's, there's a fireworks display <laughs> on, at, at Gander Green Lane tonight at the BBS, yeah, 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 um, yeah. which I don't understand why because uh, it's to do with the Hong Kong Nursing Association. So when I reached out yeah. to one of the, uh, the people who helped the Hong Kongers and said, "Oh, what, what's the what's the reason for this?" Yeah. They came back and said, "There's absolutely no cultural reason to be having a fireworks display in November." <laughs> I was like, 
oh, okay, someone's just decided to have a birthday party or something like that. Um, but on to crew. Mark, um, how do we win the game? What what needs to happen for us to win the game, apart from bodies? Well, I, I, I've been looking at, you know, where crew are in the table. They're fourth in the league table. They're fourth in the form table. They've won five of their last six. They're the joint third highest goal scorers in League Two. They score a lot of goals from set pieces. They have no one single man who gets most of their goals. They share their goals around. Um, so almost any any of their starting eleven, apart from the keeper, could could potentially score. So uh, potentially they're a difficult match. Um, I do think being at home under the lights gives you a little bit of an edge, um, and that 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 may help us. Um, they've obviously would have to travel down so there might be a slight advantage for us there but i think we just need to be very well organized um and and take the chances when they come there will be chances um cruise defensive record is not quite the best amongst the top sides so i think we will have chances against them we need to take them andy yeah I, i'd say that's that's a pretty good summary, to be honest. I mean, I think what's gonna what's gonna hinge on this is really how our defence perform, um, and how our, and and how strong it is. I mean, Kizzy will start, Omar will start, Louis will start. Hopefully, Ben Goodliff will start. It seems like I mean, Ben Ben wasn't limping at all. Ben was on the pitch at the end of the game on Saturday okay. um, in the big long coat. He looked like he was walking fine there didn't seem to be any sort of injury now that doesn't necessarily mean he's not injured but it may well be that he was taken off as a precaution um which may work it may work completely in our favor for tuesday so i'm i will go on the position that he will also start if they can stay solid and they have a good rapport between them then that's problem one solved problem two is seeing what we do in the midfield now is matt gonna go for the kind of more uh, safe option of playing Ryan Jackson on a wing, or is he going to risk having Amari on there? Because Amari can make more things happen, but also defensively, he he doesn't run back. Um, and for an away game, I can understand why he does that. For a home game, he may want to switch that around, particularly with the fact that it's going to be to the second game in, in eight days for us. Um, and again, it will just i think that will kind of define how how it goes i think um we've, we we will start with our strongest two strikers aiden and harry i don't think there's any question at the moment that either of those or that combination is not our strongest up front so we'll just have to we we'll have to uh, go for it and i think again with aiden and harry on form they could cause trouble to any defense um so it's, it's keep, keep tight at the back and let the let the front men do what they need to do and how do we feel with the harry and christian in midfield um how did, how did that work for you guys i thought it worked pretty well i mean christian has played a lot of games I mean, obviously early on in the season he wasn't getting many games and then he worked his way and became a regular starter and um I think he might have been rested for the. I can't remember. Did he was he rested for the Charlton game? Um, yeah, he was. He yeah, was, but he, he came was, on. Yeah, he came on. Yeah, yeah. Him and Dando came yeah. on late when we had the two 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 yeah, younguns. Yeah. We're already three 0 down. Yeah. The two younguns on. Yeah. It's like, yeah. well, neither yeah. of them need yeah. minutes and legs. Why don't you just chuck the young kids on and just give yeah. it give it a go? Uh, but sorry, yeah. yeah. I mean, I I I I don't know qualms about 
subject to that slight caveat playing Christian and, and Harry. Um, Craig Clay equally could, could come in for, for, for either one of those, perhaps a bit more likely to Christian. Um, I wouldn't be at all surprised though if Matt starts with Harry using uh, him wide on the left again. Um, mm. We've seen him play there quite quite a lot lately, but you know we shall see. I, I do agree with Andy about Amari Patrick. The question for me is whether you start with him or bring him on as an impact player, because I think that's the way Matt's tended to use him in more recent games. If he's played him at all, he's brought him on late in the game, and he made a bit, a bit of a difference when he came on against Tranmere the other week. He won, he won the corner from which we equalised, um, so he can have that effect as well. If running at tired defenders. And it, yeah, I think it's it's a it's a tough call to make as whether whether you start with him or, or or bring him on. But I suspect that he will start on the bench. Okay, um, Andy, do you have thoughts on the midfield partnership? Or? Um, well, not no, I mean, one thing I really like about Christian is his corners. Um, his corners, they they look really kind of. Kind of almost weak and soft and lofting but the accuracy is really really good it's just like it was just like it's, it was like he chips corners in it's very strange um uh yeah i mean again there was no issue in the middle of midfield uh at all on saturday um harry and harry and christian made a good partnership um and even when when craig clay came on it was there was no difference it was fine i think yeah i think it's, there's no problem there okay you make a good point with the um the delivery of the, the set pieces we we should be much stronger than we are at set pieces um mm. the throw-ons are just bizarre we've now got someone who can take a long throw on and we just don't ever seem to win win that <laughs> throw on it's <laughs> so, okay yeah. what's the point of having these weapons if we can't actually do anything yeah. with them although although actually there was quite a few throw-ons in, in the second half yesterday that actually were long throws oh. okay. so yeah. actually that that might be changing Oh, um, but yeah, I mean, a Christian Christian also took a free kick right near the end. It was, it was uh, literally our last attack, and yeah. it was just uh, awful. straight <laughs> into the keeper's arms, and they yeah. attacked us and won a corner. And they, they won um, that corner at the end, didn't they? Yeah. That was deep yeah. into stoppage time. Yeah, <laughs> luckily the well, corner came to. Well, I mean, one thing I will say is we are quite good at defending corners. I mean, we've we've conceded yeah. a couple of goals from corners, like one one against Salford, but by and large, you know, Matt's got the players pretty well drilled at defending defending corners and that's, to a large degree free kicks as well that, that that's a really interesting point i mean most most of our goals this season that i've seen have been basically counter attack goals where we've been split open um our our defending of set pieces has actually been really strong this season it's probably because we don't leave anyone up at course yeah <laughs> <laughs> don't ask matt about that <laughs> he not like it um I mean, what are the implications? I know Andy said it's it's November, but we are cracking into December. What are the implications on this match? Um, is it is it the? Well, I think now it must be the thirteenth must win game in a row. <laughs> <laughs> no excuses. Must win. Must win. Must win. Um, are there any big implications on this, or is it is it just another three points? Um, anyone who, anyone who thinks anyone who thinks that a league game in November is a must win doesn't know football. <laughs> really doesn't that's not how football works it's it's not a sprint it's a marathon it'll be yeah it'll be great if we could get three points at home that's always what we should be aiming for um mm -hmm. and 
we just need to put in a performance that will give us the best opportunity to have that three points. If we get three points, fantastic. If we get one point, yeah, okay. If we lose, that's not a it's still it's still not terminal, but again, we need to be getting points from every home game now. Whether it's a win or a draw, every home game needs to have points because that is where our season is going to be defined. Away games, no. We were not great away last season. We're certainly not great away this season. We know that if we are if we are going to survive, it's it's our home form that needs to do it. Mark, what are your thoughts? Possibly? Well, I I, I I don't disagree. I think we 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 better try and win win as many games as we can. Quite frankly, I mean, we, we let, let's look at the facts. We're almost halfway through the season. We've got the lowest number of points in League Two in the whole of EFL. We've got the worst goal difference in League Two. Um, and, you know, we, there has been some improvement over the last six weeks or so, but I don't think it's it, we've improved enough. We're still not getting the wins that we need. Um, so I, I don't like using the, the term must win at this stage of the season. I'm, I'm trying not to use it, but I think it's, it's a game we could really do with winning. Uh, and like, likewise, the home game against Harrogate uh, on the on the 9th of December. After that, things get a lot tougher, as I said. Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting. With the, what I mean, what could happen? I mean, I'm not saying it will happen, but if we were to go on this just ridiculous <laughs> Ebbs Fleet-esque amazing run now towards <laughs> until the end of the season, would everyone be looking back and going, what an amazing season, we almost got to the playoffs, <laughs> or would everyone be like, oh, do you know what, <laughs> we died at the beginning. So I think it's your... your, your Shaped. I think there was a season under Dos where we did really, really well, and then we just dropped towards the end of the season. And it was like, yeah. well, actually, we've got a top ten finish. You would have been happy with that at the start of the season, but because we were so high yeah. all the way, um, everyone. I think that was up. a season that Dos went, wasn't it? it? Was the eighteen nineteen season? Possibly. I think, yeah, yeah. Um, where we just we just sort of drift, drifted away in the last yeah. three months. Um, yeah. Um, but. Um, I will be asking for you to give a prediction for me. Um, people won't listen. It's Paul Darby's predictions that everyone needs to be listening to. Twenty-five <laughs> percent of them right so far, spot on. Um, I, I should work out what the odds would have been if we'd done that. Um, but uh, Mark, give us give us a little prediction. Well, uh, I I I don't like making predictions. It's not something I generally do. Uh, and if I'm asked to give a prediction, I normally go for a draw because then that min minimises the risk of embarrassment. <laughs> so I'll go for two all. Two two, okay. Andy, that's a bit scary because I was going to go for exactly the same. I thought, <laughs> I thought, yeah, well, we're not, we're not going to have a clean sheet. Uh, that's almost guaranteed, and uh, you can, I reckon you we can might, go you know, might, might script. Hmm? You can go the same if you want. I'm going to go the same. Two two. Yeah, <laughs> excellent. Well, I'm going to go three-one because I've lost interest to us. To, to us, obviously, it's always us. Okay. I think the worst I've ever done is a draw. It's all. It's always us. Which <laughs> <laughs> might explain why I'm so far down this table. Um, so um, this is the code. If anyone's watching, you can click on there, and it goes straight to the form. Um, you do have some way to go to catch up with. If uh, uh, mentioned Mr. Darby, though, he's got. Um, he's leading by about thirteen points at the moment. Um, but mm -hmm. do join in, try, try and try and catch him up. That would be lovely. Um, but I'm going to kind of wrap it all up there. Um, done very well. Uh, so 
I am looking for some victims for December for a couple of matches. I've got Stockport away, Wimbledon away at least two. Um, I'm looking for Gillingham away. We're going to record probably on the Saturday, Mark. We'll confirm that because um, we're okay. doing that one. Uh, and the Mansfield match, I'm going to try and do something a bit different and just grab people in the bar. No idea what it will be like, but since the day <laughs> after the Mansfield match is Christmas yeah. Eve, I don't want to intrude yeah, on people's yeah, Christmas yeah, Eve. Yeah. Um, so I'll try and grab some people in the bar, see, see what we can come up with um, and uh, put that out. <laughs> It'll do. Um, <laughs> but we're going to wrap up this episode of Sutton Podcast. As always, appreciate all the ear tension. Just wait for the merch on that, guys, um, and your feedback. Follow, like, share, um, and uh, it's something podcast on all social media. Don't forget to subscribe and so on. Um, as always, thank you to Lucky Star Jim. Thank you to uh, Mark and to Andy. Thanks to the listeners. Hope you've enjoyed this episode. Um, we will be back on Wednesday with Will and Dan. And don't forget to let me know if you want to pick up one of those games. Um, I know I always say this. Um, but obviously we're coming into a time of year where people do struggle and it is very tricky for lots of people. So if you ever do want um, a shout or a hug, apparently I'm quite good at them. Um, please do take care and we will catch up soon. Goodbye. Thank you. Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.